This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDarren.com. Today is January 25th, 2019. And again, we're stepping away from sports. If you haven't listened, we're doing we're doing a re a postmortem on Trigger Happy. We're going by each episode. Each episode is gonna be his podcast. I think right now it's six episodes. So we're gonna do six podcasts. We've already released the first podcast and our thoughts on the postmortem on buying black. And for this whole series, Calhoun will be joining me. We may have other guests, but definitely Calhoun will be on. What's up, homie? What to do? Let me start off by making a, another drastic proclamation. So everybody who listened to the first one said, I said that was the most important black pro- program ever. Right? You remember that? I remember. Let me back that back, dial that down a little bit. <laughs> I think that was the most important black show, that one show of all time. Mm-hmm. So, like, after this one, I, I I came in a little hot. I done cooled off a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I, it's a <laughs> It's a really great show, a really interesting show, but I, I had to, I need to dial it down. I premature ejaculated, so I need to dial it down a little bit. Do you see why I sort of had the apprehension in the calling it the best, the most, the best black show ever? That's the apprehension. You got to watch all of them, and then it cool off. That that zeal to cool off. So I'm saying, but I do think that's the most important show of all time. I do think that one particular show. Okay, but that show is in a series. So yeah, yeah, I'm saying I think that show. If you had to pick out, do shows. You, if you're gonna do most important shows of all time, then I'm I'm gonna have to disagree for sure. Then why? Because we've had some very. There's been too many pivotal and powerful black shows or shows in general. Hell, Fresh Prince got three of them. Yeah, three but I think four. that that's different. Seeing it in a sitcom and seeing real world. Oh shit! Now, granted, I say this. For that to be a reality show, I think that was more romanticized and exaggerated than the Fresh Prince episodes that we're talking about. But I think it is one thing to walk up West End, real West End, and see real motherfuckers not having stuff as opposed to seeing Carton and Will or Bill Cosby or whatever. I think that that part of it is very real. So I, I, I agree with some. I agree. So, I agree and disagree. That's cool. But let's move forward. So Trigger Happy Episode 2 is basically about vocations and having real world real world traits or whatever. So let's start off. You go ahead. You want to start it off? About how the episode went? Yeah, so let's, let's summarize it. So it's set with Killer Mike going and talking to kids and uh, pretty much telling them that shit you want to dream to be, kill that shit. That ain't real life. I disagree so with that at, that at that level. So this this is the summary, so let's summarize it and we'll break it down. Or you want to do it by piece, like that? Let's let's do it by piece, because I think right, these are the car. huh? All right, let's park the car. So he goes in and he tells the kids, "You owe it to your parents not to dream big, but to dream practical." That was his that was his thing, and then uh, and but you can see it like one of them was like, "I'm going to be." A scientist who flies out of space and who cures cancer and makes superheroes of uh, the family. 
And then the other one was like, I'm going to be president. So let's stop because I think race, the white kid was saying all the other stuff. The black kid said it was gonna, he wanted to be president. Mm-hmm. And so he he stopped the white kid and said, hey, he told him about white privilege and how, every, you know what I'm saying? Because the white kid was just going on and on and on and on and on. The black kid, that's when he was like, hey, you're not going to be president, which I completely disagreed with at the time. And so just watching it in motion, I was like, whoa, that's something hard to say, especially for a black kid. Not because he can or can't be president, but because we need those dreamers to take the dream to the next level. You got to think, if some black kid in 1921 saying he wanted to be a doctor, you wouldn't have Killer Mike ass on the show right now. You know what I'm saying? So, like, a lot of that, you have to teach kids, especially black kids, to dream big. Because there's a saying, shoot for the stars, you'll land on the moon. You know what I'm saying? So, I think, I, so in the moment, in real time, I was like, whoa to that. But that, that was my thought. I just want to say that. I think that's the balance. So I think it is dream big. I, like at that age, you dream. So I think at that age, you dream big. At that age, you dream huge. I I will say this. I think he did say this kind of point. You start out huge, and then it kind of tapers down, and then the real world sets in. But I think at that age, elementary school, middle school, you dream big. Start in middle school. That's when it start to phase down. Okay, I can see that. Um, I can see also the other side of it. I see both. And the reason why I see both is because you have to realize that a lot of times we are products of our environment, right? It's not, it's sometimes it's, it's unfortunate. But you usually are a product of your environment. So mo- a lot of people, like a lot of successful people, a lot of people that are in certain industries, these are things that they want to do when they were children. Your mother's a doctor. Your granddaughter, your grandmother was a doctor. So at, as children, they're doctors. There are kids who are in ballet at three and four. There's kids who's in Pop Warner. There's kids who's tinkering and doing different things, engineering, and they want to build things. And they, so they, when they're saying things like, I want to be an architect, well, I want to be. So those are things that you can you can strive for. So honestly, I don't think he's far off. Uh, he's not wrong in it because you're never too early to, to plan your path, so to speak. There's kids who want to be firefighters. There's kids. I wanted to be a firefighter when I was in first grade. Now stop right there. How stupid did it sound at 30? Nah, that doesn't sound stupid at all. Why would I be? Why would I be? Why would I be stupid to want to be a firefighter? I mean, now that you're thirty, would you say, "Hey, I want to be a firefighter"? I did. I tried to be a firefighter when I was about thirty uh, with Gwinnett. Okay, yeah, so that's what I was to do. so I, I, so I, want, I think I, want to be a I think jobs like firefighters, policemen. I think they start off looking good, but as you get older, you see the real world logistics of it. How much you get paid, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. They're less and less attractive. So you need firefighters, you need policemen in the world. But I think very few people, and this is going to go to a bigger point, start off saying that at, at that young age and follow through that till it actually happens. And something is attainable as a firefighter. Because a firefighter is a very obtainable career. It is. They even know it. <clears throat> they didn't let me in because of my fat ass. So they denied me. But, uh, yeah, that's all I want to be. Some of this stuff is romanticized as well, and you still want to make a difference. So as, as far as I went with Firefighter, I, find, I saw that they were helpful, and then I, I thought it would be an exciting uh, exciting job and, you know, all that type of stuff. I, I was romantic. I, I liked the idea of it. And then when I got older, I saw how it really could be in that the motherfuckers only work two days out the, out the week. And uh, it's really not. How many fires are you really fighting? Not many. So as a kid, I think it's like you fight fires all the time. But as an adult, I see you're really not fighting fires. 
what you doing is making house call with a motherfucker who got asthma and beating an uh, ambulance there and, you know, helping them out and chilling all day in the goddamn firehouse. So it did. I did. But so, go ahead. So I think like this. I think that, you know, you dream breed, but you learn a practice. If you can learn a practical skill, you learn a practical skill. So, like, one thing I think, I want to open a boys institute. I think some things a young man should learn. And some things a woman should learn. I think every young man should know how to change a tire, iron a shirt, tie a tie, and cook a basic meal so they can live. I think every man should know those things. That's dope. Okay. And, and roll women. a blunt. Nah, nah, nah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and roll a blunt. And roll a blunt. <laughs> I mean, you should, but you should know, actually, you should know something social. You should know how to, you know, shake a hand, hold a, you should know, there's certain things you should know as a man, socially. You should, be, you should know basics of boxing. Basics of boxing. You should know, you should be able to do 20 push-ups. Like, some, as a man, there's just certain things you should know, physically, mentally, socially, just to move around. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of these have nothing to do with school, per se. It's just, to his point, a trade. Like, you should know how to change a light bulb. You know what I'm saying? I know that sounds stupid, but you should know how to change a light bulb. Uh, quick story. I remember I was in college, and the police, it was a policeman, one of the campus police. His personal car had broke down. And I was like, hey, man, it was me and E.S. Lee, you know, podcast guest. And we were like, hey, man. You need? Do you have tools to change your thing? He like, hey, I don't know how to change a tire. I just called Triple H, and I was like, to change the tire? Yeah, I was like, you should know how to change a tire. I was like, a grown man should know how to change a tire. Like, even if you don't have the tools, you should know unscrew. You know what I'm saying? The basis of changing the tire. You know what I'm saying? That was very. And this was, he had to be forty or thirty. He like, I just use my mom's Triple H, and I thought that was so embarrassing in my mind. Yeah, damn. Like, not tra- not hating on him. They use their hands, huh? That's that, that's even more incriminating because he came up in the era. If he was in college and he was like thirties and forties, he came up in the era where they used their hands. Yeah, but like the last that last man of that that last era was like in the seventies. All that to say, we don't venture it off. All that to say, you should know how to do certain stuff as a man and as a woman. I mean, we always talk about the cook, clean, and stuff like that. You should know how to do that stuff. Every woman should know how to sew. You should know how to at least stitch. In my yeah. mind, you know what I'm saying. And I know these are kind of. Gender things, but you, okay. yeah, okay. But you should know how to do. Like every woman should know how to stitch something. Like if something yeah, breaks, you should be able to stitch that's it. That's what kid and oppressive wants gender ideas. Well, yeah, I just think that's it. what they should do. I think I, just like I said, I think men should know how to try change a tie. You know what I'm saying? But so let, let me ask you this: So does does that mean that training should be the best of both worlds? I don't. Stitch? I'm not the best person to ask about transgender people because I don't fully understand it. And so things you don't fully understand, you just demonize and dismiss. No, well, I understand, mother. Them motherfuckers better do both. You got to sometimes they need to goddamn take your dress off, pull on a pair of pants, and change the goddamn tie. When they finish, change clothes and go and cook a goddamn meal. That's what the training's supposed. To be. I don't know if I should tell this story on here. Cause I think I had my first encounter with a tranny the other day. <laughs> How did this happen? I went to um go vendors. Uh, uh, so they answered your back page, right? <laughs> I went to go vendors. I, we're all over the map right now. I went to go vendors on um, vegan restaurant over on your side of town. Hey, them motherfuckers ain't endorsing us, and they not black. Fuck them. Uh, I, that part of it. No, I, we, I went to a vegan restaurant on the other side of town. Speaking of mm-hmm. black, are you going to buy black today? 
I'm not buying anything today. My pockets won't allow me. To. <laughs> All right, so but back to the story. I went to um a vegan restaurant and the dude, the, I couldn't tell if it was a guy or a girl. Mm-hmm. And so I went to pay for my food, and I guess it was on his phone. I seen a but he had like a whole thing of new pics of clicks and dicks. I'm like a fuck. Like you know how somebody like like he tried to get to the payment app and he fucking up on his phone. I was I was because I, I couldn't even tell if he was a guy or girl. He had some of everything on his phone. I was like, the fuck is this? So I was like, oh my god. But. Needless to say, I didn't eat the food. I threw it right out as soon as I walked out the door. You know what I'm saying? I won't. So now you're homophobic too, which you're a king. I damn Walter. You're a hate monger. Anyway. You're a hate with a coexist tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody got their limits. That coexist is what I need to get to. But anyway, we get we don't diverge too much. So, all that. Say, this part I put in the uh, blue for real and then edit. Now let's get back to the killer mic. All right, back to killer mic. <laughs> back to kill him like I, uh, so like we were saying you see what he was saying as far as you need a trader so, and like basically people are in partisan environment there's a saying that i use a lot that i like a lot it's actually from the uh, one, one of those online school commercials it basically says talent is evenly distributed but opportunity isn't mm-hmm. and so you and opportunity will never be evenly distributed. But those who come from less privileged backgrounds, or th- those who come from things, should want to be whatever they want to be. Now, can you get there? Is the path harder to get there? Absolutely. If your dad is a lawyer and you want to be a doctor, I'm sure there's a challenge to that. You know what I'm saying? But you should be able to, in a world where, you know, there's opportunities increasing by the day, you should be able to have the opportunity to be what you want to be. Especially at a young age, cause I think life and you, I think life filters out this stuff. Cause there are a lot of people who want to be doctors, and then once they say, "Hey, it's six years of how much? How much more school? How much more money?" and they're like, "Fuck it," you know what I'm saying? So I'm just one of the people you should shoot for the stars, and life will bring you back down to earth. So all that to say, that's what I got to thought when I was talking to when he was talking to the kids. Uh, I was just saying, that's where you got that thought. He was talking to the training. So <laughs> here's the thing. I think you're right in that you need to dream big. Uh, and I think at an early age, you do. I also think you need to, while, you are, while your head is in the cloud, I do think you need to keep a foot on the ground. And I think that I think that's more so, like I'm not as extreme in the way that he was saying, and that you ought to your parents to dream practical. Like I wouldn't want my five-year-old dreaming to be a janitor, even though there are some five-year-olds who dream to be a janitor. I wouldn't want them doing that. But I also uh, don't want my five-year-old dreaming to play in the NFL. So that, I think that's the part that we're missing here because that's what you're leapfrogging because you, I want them to dream big. I want to be a scientist. Most of our kids who dream, dream to play in the bleed. But football, basketball, they want to be rappers. That's, that's, they want to do entertainment. And that's the part where that's not practical. That's setting, you, that's setting yourself up for failure more than for success. And that's the part that wasn't I think he sort of got away from. And that's what you were speaking of in the last podcast. Where we're not using our hands. We're not having things that we can build to sell in our community. Okay. Instead so, of going about. So stop. Uh, right, so let's. So you're right. I just want to talk about the part where he said about the principal. Because I think he had put a real important part in there. He said our school systems don't teach us how to think. They teach us how to obey. I actually agree with that. Just like our prison system. And it does. I agree. When he said that to the lady. Now I agree with the lady. Her point was, hey, 
we need to encourage thinking, but I don't think our school systems encourage. Maybe they do. You've been to school on the white side of town. Do they encourage thinking on the white side of town? Way more than they do on the black side of town. It's it's truly you can see, you can really see the systematic uh, confines when you see two different sides. So there was things and products and projects that was done on the white side of town that encouraged artistic and uh, it 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 woke your mind in ways that the black side did not do. And I'm not speaking of just their education, which is better, which they have just their regular basic book education is better. But then there were science pro- science projects. There was we had to create in fifth grade. We had to create a game. Uh, we created one like Monopoly. They had fun dudes. There's different sports. It wasn't just basketball and football. That's why handball, lacrosse, they had different art projects. Like it's a, it's it's pales in comparison. The four years the. I did a tour what it was nothing like the one year I did the most money. And I'm talking about as far as the artistic stuff. Forget the learning side, the book stuff. Because, you know, that shit was, that shit was amazing. Remember, we used to get books that it was so many names in the book, in the first cover. They was writing on the other side of it. And all the answers was already in the books. These books was brand new. And this side, your name was the first one. So forget that side of it. The part about the other ways that they stretch your mind, it, it was totally different. All right, so fast forward, because we spent a lot of time on that part. So long story short, Killer Mike went to an elementary school, and it's like um, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. That group was too young to embrace what he was talking about. So that fast- being said, let's put a cap on it. So you're saying you didn't like that he said that they need to dream more practical. I'm saying that there's a, there's a middle. So I want to say let's not let our children dream to be superheroes. But let's also give them, let's encourage them to do other things. You want to be a superhero? That's fine. But more than likely, coming from my sack, you're not going to be Bruce Wayne. So you're going to have to work. You're going to be more like Spider-Man. And he worked at the Daily Bugle. <laughs> but he was a scientist, too. So, I, I, again, the sports thing, I'm right there with you. But if my child says... struggle like a motherfucker. Let's remember. Spider-Man struggled like a top scientist. He was staying with his Aunt May. Yeah, but... Cause he was a kid, but I, I, if my child wants to, like, of course that sports shit, hey man, don't dream to be that. Like, if, but if he like, hey, I want to be a judge, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a lawyer, I want to be a scientist, I want to be a president. So that's not what he was. So whoa, whoa. So that's the part, and that's the part that I think you misconstrued in the first one. That's not what he's talking about. Cause remember, he told him at the end, don't sign up without a lawyer. And by the way, lawyer is a trade. That's <laughs> another trade that you can learn. So again, you say dream big, David. At five foot ten, wants to play center in the NBA. That's not a dream. That's stupid. But again, like, that's not him at five or six. That, that's not him at elementary wait, school. But being, but being a, 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 but being a scientist who invent a rocket to land that, that cures cancer, invents a rocket to land on the sun, and give you superhero powers is absolutely stupid. Yeah, but so that's just him blending a whole bunch of things he's seen the TV to go. So what you so what you would do is say, hey, do you know what a, a scientist does? Do you know what type of scientist builds rockets? Do you know what a rocket scientist is? Then you would kind of take that time to explain to him what it needs to be. Not, now you're speaking over a fifth, a five year old's head. Well, you can explain that to a level he needs to know. Not me and you, but motherfuckers who do it can explain it at a level he can grasp. No, no, so. But, that goes back to what I'm saying and how you need to have some kind of practicalness. 
And that's all it is. This isn't just fun and woo-hoo all day. You need to be practical in your thinking. So when they say that, okay, you want to build rocket ships, it's very hard. You got to do good in math. That's all they'll say. You got to learn your math. You have to learn your sciences. That's something he can grasp. If you want to be good in basketball, you just need to shoot more shots. And then you got to say it's also a certain level of genetics that come with it. You need to be tall. So it goes back to what I'm saying. This is the point that he's making. This is the point that I'm saying. And you, you're agreeing without agreeing. Because if David come in and say, I want to go play in, the, in football in the NFL, I want to play Major League Baseball, you're going to, hey, be a judge, be a lawyer, but that, that ball aspiration shit, leave that at the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I'm saying I agree with that part. I'm saying when David he was still the kid. So David owed to you to dream practical. Well, I don't think that's. I don't think saying you want to be a president is practical. Okay, so he told the little boy you ain't going to be president. I think that's. I don't think you say that. So that's the one specific I'm talking to. If you be like, "Hey, I want to okay. be president," I don't think you say that. So okay, so when David says I want to play NFL, you don't tell him no. I tell him no to that before I say president. I'd be like, "Hey, do what I, you can." I, huh. Listen, by your by your standards. You just tell him yes to everything and let that shit die down by the time he hits high school. No, I say I say it way more. So with sports, I say there were way more important things, way more fulfilling things than sports. His point, his point is proven. You just I'm not disproving that point. I'm saying I wouldn't tell the kid he couldn't be president. And it's um, let's put it like this: it's easier to be anything else in the world but president, just by numbers game. It's only one fucking president at a time. Let's be honest: that kid is not going to be fucking president. It's only been forty of them. But he can add that experience. He can work his ass. I had a teacher who was like, by 2036, I'm going to be, was it 2036 or 2020? It had to be 2036 because multiple of nine. He had a chain made, 2036 president. Now, do you think that motherfucker's going to be president, even though he taught political science at Clark? No. But you need to have that dream because it'll give you something to work toward. Better melt that shit down. You could be, you could, you could have a better shot of, you could, what you can be if you want to be president, you could be congressman, you could be. And that's my, and that's my point. Shoot for the stars, you'll land on the moon. He could be the governor. You could be possibly governor, but possibly mayor, if it, whatever. But nine times out of ten, times out of ten, you're not about to be president. Let's just go ahead and kill that. I, I wouldn't kill my son for saying that. But let's keep we we spent way too much time on we spent way too much time on the first five minutes of the show. Well, that's what this show is made for. The <laughs> breakdown. So that's why we're doing it one episode at a time, sir. You're right. So now we have great aspirations of this or there, but uh neither one of us lazy motherfuckers is doing nothing to make it bigger than what it is. So if Killer Mike says, listen. What is everybody doing now? This is what you. This is the danger that he's speaking of that we're not paying attention to. What is everyone? I was talking to a young girl a couple of months ago, and her thing is she she want to be rich. How you need to get some kind of education? Well, there's more ways to do it than education. What ways are you talking about? Well, everyone's getting off Instagram now. Well, that's going to the next one with the next generation. But as a kid, let's put our kids on the right path to success and. Going, I'm gonna be fucking Superman who cure cancer and fuck hoes without <laughs> wrong without catching days of having babies is not the way, little Johnny. <laughs> All right, so we agree and we disagree at the same time. Good job, Killer Mike, for that. The next one. Now, then you speak to the warden of education 
which is the principals who only act uh, in the confines of this system. So they're only so far and they believe only so much because this is their paycheck. So, of course, she, we, we're encouraging free thought. How you encouraging free thought teaching out of these out of these archaic and bullshit uh, materials? That's not even possible. And we are. In but you just said yourself they taught free thought in Mars Brandon. Clearly, he was in a mixed school because he had white and black kids in the motherfucker. Clearly. So it wasn't like he was at Cleveland Avenue Elementary talking this shit. So let's call it. Because all he would have got was basketball players and football <laughs> and rappers. So you already knew what he was. That's one. But it's probably some gentrified school. Oh, my Two, God. And like I said, Mars Brandon, they taught you outside of the books. But well, we still got the books now. But the point the is, you talk. got the so you need to know what's five times five, and that comes from the book. But you also need you to know that. But but what we don't need to know is that Sarf Cracker came here and won <laughs> a war. The Cowboys won and the Indians lost. That ain't even how that shit really went. So you still get that bullshit history, <laughs> that bullshit social studies, and that the only thing that you, you need is the math and English. But you don't need it to like he mentioned. When the last time you used algebra? Do you you write algorithms and stuff? Do you use algebra? I use you use math like right now like the, so in I in technology in software engineering architecture you use that type of math when you're doing like video game programming anything related to movement. So like I have an app on Android. Yeah, you use math then. You use like algebra, physics, all that other stuff. So you use it. Yeah, but like Most oh, people, huh? You know the last time I used algebra. Fucking sixth or seventh grade. That's it. So okay. So I'm this is the point I was gonna say. So I, one of the things they do in France, or they used to do in France, I know, like in our generation. So what would happen is once you graduated fifth or sixth grade in France, you either went to the college track or you went to the vocation track. Like they gave you a test. If you made over seventy five, you can go to the college track if you want to. If you made under seventy five, you went to vocation. It wasn't no, hey, I work hard and go to college track. Like they at six or seventh grade, they split you up into two groups: the motherfuckers who can go to college and make it, and the motherfuckers who can't, who need to learn the trade. I don't believe in that. Well, continue. But I'm just saying that's what they do. So like, that would actually be more interesting if he talked to somebody from France than what he did. But I I, I see both of y'all point. I see y'all point, and I see what you're saying. I just say that the books. You need to know certain stuff. If you, everybody needs to know multiplication. Everybody needs to know. You need to know basic geography. You need to know basics of. You need to know reading basic geography. Now you need to know history if you're trying to be a lawyer, because that's a lot of that goes to being a lawyer. You need to know that if you, you know what I'm saying. So those are the things that once they filter out, hey, Bobby's not really. He's great with his hands, but he's not really good with books. We need to get Bobby in carpentry or upholstery or, or some shit like that. Whereas Timmy. Is really good with his brain and his books. We need to put him over here. Now, once he's in college, Timmy is great with his books and he likes to argue and he's a great orator. Okay, son, we need to feed you a little history to see if you want to be a lawyer. So that's kind of how it works. And oh, I know France for sure. But I, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if we should follow that model. But to your point, I think we teach everybody some of everything when very little is needed. Right. Well, out of education that we get, probably you're not going to use 85% of it. Yeah, honestly, like when? Come and on, I know every. I, I know every. I used to know every capital, of every state in the United States. Right. The yeah. only reason I've used 
The only reason I used it recently is because my fiance is trying to do all 50 states by 40. But outside that, when the last time you need to know that multiplayer is the capital of Vermont? The only time I didn't know that when I went for this this uh, sales job and they and it was the test to know all the abbreviation of the state and I failed it miserably <laughs> because I'm not a fucking fourth grader. I knew none of the abbreviations for, and pointed them out. I didn't know, so I did like everybody else did after I uh, failed it and just used my phone the next time I took that test and passed it. That's the other part of this. We're gonna have to learn. We're not learning as much anyway because we have something in our pocket that gives us all the answers. But that's another one. Let's go back to the killer mind. You with me? Mm-hmm. So, so what happens when you do not reel in these free thinking, no boundary having children to dream for the stars? Well, you have adults who are unemployed and, as he's shown, wanted to be actors and rappers. So can we stop? Because when he took that census of the class, all the niggas wanted to be in music. Like every nigga that said, they, every black person said they wanted to do something in music. Like even the last dude who looked clean cut and looked well dressed, basically like, hey, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I want to be a producer. And like, I'm sure if somebody in the music industry, he had to look at his, he had to think his mind. What you think he thought? He's holding his face like, motherfucker. Because that dude was like, he had to be in here for Huh? Eli, he was exhausted by the th- by the time the third nigga said, "Well, I want to be in it too." Because <laughs> the gay dude said it, the uh the dude who looked high said it, and one more dude. What other dude said? The gay dude said acting or some shit. It wasn't the gay dude. It was the other one. But the, the white lady wanted to be an actor, and them three niggas wanted to be in music. <laughs> and the other, the white dude, only one who had like a, hey, I just want to flip rental properties or whatever. Like that was a. Well, he was- he was more practical, but let's be honest. He's unemployed, talking about flipping and buying houses and <laughs> rental property. Completely agree. But at least it was something like in the realm of possibility, right? Essentially, this is what was going on. Everybody had a pipe dream and going nowhere <laughs> fast, which is why everybody was unemployed. So take it from there. You can keep on going. And that comes from not having practical dreams as a child. But and let's be honest, I think some of it was because they was talking to Killer Mike. So I think they wanted to... They thought he was supposed to get on. Right. <laughs> so that's why everyone, I, I want to make beats and shit. You're not good at it, buddy. <laughs> we would have known who you were. Well, I think... So I do think music with black people. I think that's the new hustle. Like, if you're not athletic, you want to do music. For guys. I think I think the comedy shit is the new hustle. Now everybody filming themselves on Instagram or something, trying to be funny. And trying to be their DC Young Fly impression or trying to be Jesse Lang or whoever the fuck and trying to make it that way. I think that's the new thing now. Like, even over rapping, I think now it's the Instagram, hey, I'm funny, look at me cooning and tap dancing and hopefully this get me on Wildin' Out or Plugged. It's amazing. Niggas always gravitate toward, black people always gravitate toward entertainment. Everybody wants a shortcut, and everybody want to be rich, but nobody want to do the work. So this goes back to what he was saying earlier. Now we have these adults. What do you say? When you raise your hand and say, I want to be the scientist, the world says, I don't give a shit what you want to do. But when the world says, I need a cabinet, that's when you raise your hand and say, I can do that, and I can and I can build that. He brought in a faggot cracker builder. You right? thought he was gay. 
I thought he was more of a pedophile than gay because he was a little weird with those kids. But what he's something. <laughs> Listen, he's something. Okay? I don't know what he is. He's something. <laughs> but he came in, and as you mentioned, he went from, and, and the other girl, the white, you see the one who wasn't talking all that dumb shit? Was the one who dad owned his own business? Like, my dad worked for a construction company. Now he owns his own construction company. What can I say? There you go. Yeah. Let's, let's build from there. The white guy pedophile faggot cracker who came in and he was like i was unemployed and just started watching youtube video and self-taught myself how to fix things now when people need things here i am there's your hustle there's your side hustle there's your extra money there's your entrepreneurship there's your dream and i think that was what he was saying we've as a community as a whole as a nation he always speaking to my community and the greater community. Greater community is all of us. But as a whole, what we've what we've gotten away from is, hey, regardless of how many degrees you have scientifically or mathematically or what you do as a teacher and now I'm in college and all this stuff, I think Mike Rowe, Mike, Killer Mike was doing what Mike Rowe has been talking about for years. You know who Mike Rowe is, aren't you? Yeah, the dirty jobs dude. Right. And he had been saying for years, we've been following children through an, an educational system that is outdated, and we keep pushing for something that's leaving more young people unemployed. When there is a lot of blue-collar jobs that pays very well, that's 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 out for the taking. Uh, we have a friend who has one. The heavy operate. He has a heavy operation license, heavy equipment operator's license. He can work cranes and stuff. He's a six-figure nigga. So, when you have that type of, when you have that type of shit going on, that's what Killer Mike is trying to say. These are the things that we need in our community. These are the things, these are the people that we need to employ. So, you know, Digital Darren, who's, uh, have his, who builds apps and networks and agriculture and all that type of stuff. Well, when the lights isn't working in a, in a place, he has to hire you know, Mac electricians to come and fix it and reduce the situation. Mac's electrician gives him a $200 invoice. And Mac, the electrician, only took 30 minutes to an hour to get that problem rectified. So those are the things that we're not doing, and I think that was the aim. So, so I, 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 dis- I agree with the aim. I disagree with how you interpret the aim. How do you interpret it? I interpret it the same way, but I think you're looking at like, so, you know me, I think like this. Like he said, lawyers are trade. I think there are things you graduate with from college that are trades. Chemists, physicists, computer scientists. Most of the sciences are trades. Now, if you graduate with a philosophy type of degree in like business, something that's not truly, you could walk in and apply a certain skill, That's I think he's talking more to, toward that group of people. Um, I'm, what do you think I'm talking about? I'm talking trade. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like, if you go to school to be a doctor, like, I don't, he, I don't think he was talking to you in that. That's a trade, actually. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's a goddamn long-ass trade, but it's a trade. So I don't think he was talking to those people. I think he was talking to the ones who, you know, just going to school to go to school. Or the, so let's look at that group of people. That, that's probably a good way to look at it. He probably, like, the dude who, again, high, who probably, who looked high, he probably just graduated high school and didn't have any idea or, or ambition. I ain't gonna say ambition. Just to have he didn't know what he wanted to do. So a lot of times the cats who just go into the airport in Atlanta, 
the cats who are doing this, the cats who are going to school just to go to school to get a degree in theory or something, something that you will never fucking use. Those are the cats he talked to. Hey, man, instead of going to school, spending money, get you a trade. And I agree with that. Guys are girls. I think girls aren't represented in trades at all. But well, as much as they should be anyway. As much as they should be. But I do think I think that, hey, if you don't have a discernible skill, you can go in and do something. You should get you a trade. And I think everybody should have a trade to kind of again, like I told you, I think everybody should know some basic stuff about carpentry, about like housework or car work. Like I wanted to go back to school to learn stuff about cars. Like I don't plan on using it or applying it for a career, but I would like to know, hey, change my own or hey, how to put in a transmission. I do think everybody should get the time to learn something like that. Just cause I need to go back for both. I don't know anything about you know basic carpentry. You know, if you're a house owner, like you're a house owner, you need to know basic carpentry, plumbing, electrical work. And you need to know, uh, if you're a car owner, you need to know basic stuff about cars. I think that's just practical. And that's what he's saying. School doesn't teach us practical stuff that we can use practically. Completely. So we don't know how to use, huh? We don't know how to grow a garden, right? I think school should have, there should be something at home where you know, you learn how to grow a garden. You should know basic stuff about a housing. Like you don't know how to break, to put, install a breaker box, but you should know how to, you know, change a socket. I don't know how to change the Oh, you should know what's positive, what's black. I mean, what's positive, what's negative, right? So, like, some basic, not, some very you basic. Know how to, you should know how to unclog a drain, and you should know how to patch a hole in a wall. Like, certain stuff you should know how to do. Yeah, and, like, most motherfuckers don't even know righty-tighty-lefty-loose. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. So, that's how far we've gotten away from it. So, I think that was the biggest, that was the biggest thing of it. Now, we've talked about. He finally got these people in a room, and everybody had all these adults sound just like these children with these dumbass aspirations, right? They do. Because just like adults, just like children, most of these adults have these dumbass aspirations. They do. Let's be honest here. And everybody have a gimmick or a niche that everybody else has done and nobody's interested in. Let's just be honest. Agreed. So now, let's be practical about it. So, what he chooses to do is. Uh, let's get y'all trade now. How do you think? How you like? How you went about? Oh, with the porn. So, right. as an avid porn watcher, at one point in my life, no, well, I'll talk about it as an avid porn watcher now. <laughs> what he said made perfect sense. What he mentioned, and I was talking to someone that was like, "That's not true." When I was watching it the second time, because one thing he mentioned is. More than Netflix, Amazon, and something else, people visit porn sites more than any other sites. And I, how that's almost like, of course they do, because every time you go online, for the most part, the regular person, myself, either on social media or you watching some porn. Yeah, I, the porn numbers are high. Porn, porn is probably at one point, porn was the biggest internet business. It was I the most searched true. thing on Google. It was like. Consistently, I think it still is. But I know the last time I, you know, I used to check. I, well, I used to check Google numbers all the time. Porn was number one in all this stuff. Like consistently, not a trend like Barack Obama's trending, but like over the month, over a month time, porn is, was always number one on the top three. Can't beat porn, and you know what? You can't beat free porn. We just talked about how powerful free is out there. Free Trump's pussy. And now you got free pussy and porn. Come on, man. That's the best of both. 
is gonna win. <laughs> you watching porn? You're gonna watch it for free. You listen. You were people. We were buying it when you had to go to the get the fucking cassette table, pass the cassette tapes of porn alone. Now you watch it at the palm of your hand while you have it in the palm of your hand. <laughs> your dick is in the one palm. Your phone is in the other palm. You gotta watch this shit, man. And bitches is too. Everybody's watching porn. Agreed. So to answer your I question, I love. When the last time you? You know, real, really laid back and popped in a DVD and watched some porn. You probably ain't watched, you ain't bought no flick or seen no flick off no DVD. Since 2010. What? That motherfucker don't even know what that shit is. You talk, we just talked about a tight ride in the um, phone earlier. When we were talking, I forgot what we were talking about when we were talking about. The TV, we were talking about television, how it has to update because everything is apps and how it's a cassette tape. You know what else is? DVDs and porns on DVDs. You getting that straight from the source, baby. And pay for porn. Like I don't see how pay for porn su- survives. I have no idea. So, <laughs> which brings us to they they went to because you have some real perverts out here. I think they went to the lady who does the whole uh, live the cam porn shit. Yeah, which I've never understood that whole idea. Yeah, Pimp C um, would be so disappointed if y'all giving random chicks like her money just to whatever. Y'all, y'all really subscribing to look at a bitch bounce titties and so you can just look at a oh, you can just look at a porn and see the same a broad finder getting dick down right and and what she mentioned is how man it's how feeble minded some of these motherfuckers are and that's why men make a lot of other you know suckers make men look bad she mentioned she telling one motherfucker to rub his dick on the carpet and he's telling her thank you and paying for it like man please but I think that's what I did came from because as he was speaking and talking to everybody, and then in the focus group, when he asked, well, why don't y'all just watch YouTube to look at how to fix things? And the motherfucker said something that's true. It's boring. So how do I get people to learn? What are they watching when they get on the internet? Because you only watch social media or you watching porn. Boom, porn. So I think that was a, I think that was outside the box thinking though. Do you think that was his idea? Or you think that was a kind of a production thing and they came up with? Hey, I, I think all this stuff is his idea. If you listen to talk to him, if you've been listening, and we've been keeping tabs on Killer Mike for years now, uh, Killer Mike has always been outside the box thinking. He's just smart enough to pull the shit. He's smart enough to be a nigga who smoke weeds and rapping and who really don't give a fuck about what you think about him. And he was smart enough to get on the Bernie campaign trail, go on a view at House with Dunk with that batch of chickens, and then remember that interview we seen years ago? He was on CNN. We were like, that white house wanted to fuck him. Yeah. Like, he's, he had, but he has outside the box thinking. His, his, well, it's not even outside the box. He has very bold thinking. So, I mean, he's passionate. I mean, he, you and him are very much similar, besides being fat motherfuckers. Both of y'all are, both of y'all are, y'all are pretty much mirror images of each other. And, and, and we both have beers. I like you, sir. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying like from a community passion that y'all are similar. Y'all have passion and y'all are community and y'all ultimately want everybody to get along. It's just how do we get them? Y'all like it ain't we like most most conscious mother. If you think about it honestly, most conscious black people have the same line of thinking. We're not we're not far off now. How we get there and all that stuff is different, but we're not far from our thinking. Yeah. That's just how most conscious black people think. Yeah. 
So that's why he's not far. Now, fast forward, now he gets together the porno to, sub, you know, put subliminals into the porn while you watch it, which I think is a very smart idea. I do. How do you, you think that went? I think, so I, I have two trains of thought about it. I think it, re- well, that's, you know, I think it, re- I have three trains of thought. I think it went really well. I think it's a very smart idea. The only question is, how do you, it's like food. How do you separate everybody's sexual taste? Because like in that thing, he had girl, on, he had boy, girl, 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 and boy, boy. And I know your homophobic ass was just disgusting. My, I was, but my fiance made me cry laugh because she said the gay guy was looking like, it's my turn now. And like that, she, she she cracked the joke and it was right at the perfect time. Because they did the the heterosexual first, then they did the girl, girl. Then the way the camera work looked, the gay guy started smiling like, hey, I'm up next. And like, her joke, her joke hit right on time. And so... And that's she's getting married. She knew where you were going. <laughs> that's why she, that's why white is right. Anyway, anyway, so like part of that was like, how do you blend? So like, how do you blend everybody's session? Not blend. So like, let's say me, you, and a gay guy and a dyke girl all take the class. We want to learn how to be electricians. Will it be, hey, select your sexual preference and you get a video based on? Okay. I think that's how you do it. I just think you do it like that. I think you have, I think you have it in volumes and I think you have it in different sets. So you making the, the, uh, the how to snake a drain. You have one for heterosexual, you have one for, you know, you have one for gay, and you have girl, girl, boy, boy, and you have boy, girl. Yeah. Okay. Again, once again, sorry, but the trainers have to be left out. You have to just choose for that day which one you are, sir. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought, ultimately, I thought that was a very good idea. I, and then the second part I thought about it was, like, after the shop value's gone, how does that work? Like, do you, you think... Learn. You, so you think once the shop value I think seeing, do you learn or do you tune out after you've seen what you want to see? I think you tune out. Uh, what do you mean? So I think, listen, how much more productive would we all be if we were watching porn and after you bust that nut, it was an educate, it was a vi- it was a video that was in in, in it. I don't think right? you do it after you bust nut. I think it has to be in between. So I think certain actions yeah, have to lead right. to that learn. It has to be. It has to be edging. That's a term used in the BDSM community. I mean, like you, uh, right before you busting that, then you stop doing whatever you're doing. If it's a punishment, motherfuckers fucking, and you know, before you climax, they'll stop. You come down, they'll do it again, get you up, come down, all that. It's called edging. So it'll be like edging. So as you, oh shit, this shit is hot, and then it's bling. How do you insert this? How do you do that? Just like it was doing in the video. So I think his ways of doing it, I think it was very smart of him to do it, especially for adult education, which brings us to Omnitech. And I knew when I seen a nigga, that nigga was sold. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to be sold. Omnitech, college for it's a nigga. Oh, yeah. Like, he, no publicity is bad publicity. Get my name on this shit on Netflix, man, and let's rock this shit. Yeah, yeah, you can take this course. Right here at Omnitech, baby. <laughs> So I knew that was going to go. Will that work at Clark? No. Will that work at Everest? No. <laughs> I should have worked. Uh, so one of the things about colleges, universities, and institutes of higher learning, you always have to be on the trending edge of education. And this is something trendy. Couldn't it? I think it could be groundbreaking, yeah. Exactly. So, like, any college worth their salt should be, should be in on this concept. 
The flip side is I don't know how he makes money or patent it. Now that he done sold it, don't gave the game for for free on Netflix. I think that's, I think uh, again I think his purpose in all this is to show glaring problems and to yeah, yeah. open up dialogue. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think, think I think to your point, I think any school that's worth its salt should at least look into it, even if it's a hey, we're trying this experimental class. Look into it, and everybody's growing, so you can pull this shit. So like, I think Metro College over on Stewart Avenue, they can pull this shit. Yeah, you just got to be eighteen to take the class. How old you got to be to watch porn? That's how you got to be to take the class. Shit, I started around 11-10, so. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go on and start wrapping up. What did you think? You asked me what I thought. You said it was really small. What were your thoughts about it in totality? I don't think it was as good as the first episode. I think the first episode was just like, it was a hallelujah moment. I think this one was the deacon. And I think he sort of got away from, hey, in, the, in our community, what we need to do is start being more practical than trying to be entertainers. Let's start going for trade or entrepreneurship. There you go. So to- that's what I want to get to. I think that, so. You in, in our first podcast, you like wait, wait, wait. He gonna get to it. He gonna get to it. He didn't really touch on that. What I was talking about, because that's what I was talking about. Like in our community, it was a time where you would be have a trade, or like you said earlier in this podcast, your dad owned the grocery store, so you went there and worked on it, and then you wind up owning the grocery store or whatever, whatever. He didn't talk about that. He just talked about more of a we are the world type scenario, you know what I'm saying? Which is nothing wrong with that. It's just, I wish he would have talked more specifically about the black part of it, which is, hey, we need more motherfuckers to be electricians, plumbers, you know, being a truck driver is good, but go do something that can be more, hey, don't go to the airport, don't go right out of high school to go get your job, get you a trade, you know, and I wish he would have been more specific to blacks in that regard. Because like, if you look, like and not the stereotype. I'm sure that white dude had a job before. I'm sure that bra who had a, who was an actress had a job before. They at least had common sense to know the dress profession in the video. The niggas all came how they came, right? One nigga got on polo. Two of them had on polo. The dude with the dress who looked like he was high, he just came with a t shirt on. The gay guy dressed in his gay swag. You know what I'm saying? So like we need to understand how to approach certain things or whatever. Right, and I think this one went more entertaining than edu- than political or, or more of a point. Like the first one, the first one was more. The first one had a point to it. This one, this one was more of a yeah. This one more entertaining. Yeah, yeah. This is more entertaining. Got more Star Trek. I had a more wow factor. Like whoa, you know, this one was, was for that. But uh, again, the 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 message in the first one was pretty clear. And this one, I think, it was more. It was more of a maze. This is the one that had the least uh, message. Well, he got so sidetracked. It was an important one, but he ended up getting sidetracked in entertainment of it all. Yeah. So, and I think the message that should be derived is this is another reason why in our community, why our community is suffering the way that it does, because trying to locate a black plumber, carpenter, trying to locate a black doctor, a black dentist, a black web designer, network, you know, those are things that we also need to be Looking for when you talk about, I bet it's easier to find a black doctor than it is a black plumber. I bet you money today. Oh, it's much easier to find a black doctor. It's easier to find a black doctor, nurse. Remember, all our women are going straight nurses, nurse practitioners. It's easier to find a black doctor, and nurse over a black plumber. It's hard to find a black handyman. That's that's hard. You might can find some black roofers, and not only because I know some, but those are those are not easy tasks. Yeah. Trying to find that so. 
you know, you always a nigga shade tree mechanic, but there ain't no nigga with a shop type deal. That's different. So we don't have those type of things anymore. That's what we need to as a community to get back to. So the first episode we're talking about, we need to start getting our own grocery stores. That's the easiest thing for us to start doing as far as shopping black. Getting a grocery store, farmer's market, and having black products and black farmers and stuff in it, right? Next thing we need to do is start having more uh, blacks in trade. We're going to start a community. If we're going to start a black community, then these are things that are essential to having that community. And we've gotten so far away from them and chasing pipe dreams and bullshit that uh, it's almost, well, it's not even a daunting task. It's almost impossible. And I think that's the mindset that he's showing you. Like, we're so far from that now. Because rappers can't build a goddamn thing. Learn how to rap can't build shit. Well, you said it just goes for more money. I mean, you both. He said it best. Like most of y'all, dream to be rappers. I mean, even with kids, you you aspire to be rappers, which you'll never be. And you aspire to be a rapper, but get your practical skills. So fall back on that. Right. So it goes back to what you're saying. You was you didn't like that. He was telling kids, "Don't dream. You don't dream as big to be a fucking. You know, you should have the dreams of being a rocket scientist." But again, in those big ass dreams come dreams of athletes and entertainers. So I think those are different things. So like, what? I think it's different. I think so. I get the point I was trying to make. So the point I was trying to make is like, with enough work, you can a rocket scientist. You could be a rocket scientist with enough hard work. As long as you're not mentally retarded. Hold on. As long as you're not mentally retarded, you put in the work. You could be a doctor, lawyer, a rocket scientist. Not the same with athletics and um, entertainment. There's a there's a there's a piece of it, a luck factor of it that you know I can't put my hands on with those. You can work your ass off and be one of those, so damn. Well, you can uh, work your ass off and be an. You can work your ass off. You do have to have some kind of talent. Yeah, I'm saying you have to have something. You can work your ass off and be an entertainer. You being you being an entertainer means you a backup singer to the guy who you probably can seem better than but he just looks better or is whatever something that you want so i'm not saying you can't be i'm saying you won't be i'm saying it's more attainable to be a rocket scientist than it is to be an entertainer a successful yeah, entertainer. Point, that's what but that's the entertainment that you do so at one point jill scott was erica badu's backup singer was jill scott heather headley and Vic, Vic, the one that saw in my mind uh, that's heather one the emotional roller coaster, Vivian something, I forgot her name. But all three of those was, was uh, Erica Badu's backup singer. And so, meanwhile, Jill Scott is successful. I don't know them other two bras you talking about. They had a hit singer, but they probably went back to being behind Jill, uh, somebody else. Back exactly. So that's, that's, what that's what you'll fucking be. But you'll have your moment. But that's what you'll be. There's a lot of tweets out here. And I'm not talking about Twitter. I'm talking about Tweet. Remember the song Tweet? The, the song boop, Tweet? Boop. Yeah, but if you look at, so my fiance looks at all those, what's the call on TV one? Behind the music or whatever the fuck they're called. All those motherfuckers are broke and have been broke. Shit, that's what you gonna, hey man, that's what you I'm gonna I'm not talking about they had money. All of them say the same thing. I was hot, I had a little fame, but never had any money. These motherfuckers all go through the same story. Hey, the record label fuck everybody over. But you followed your dream. And you had your success. See? It's all about your dream. 
which is why you can dream big as all you want to, but you make sure. Meanwhile, if them hoes had nursing degrees on the side, tweet, <laughs> she could have been hot, but still making money. <laughs> and she wouldn't be on behind the scene talking about, hey, I had to get married to basically have somewhere to stay. Who said that? Not saying that. I mean, that'd be most of them whole story. They'd be like, they'd be. Yeah, that would end up, man. It'd be down bad. They wind up marrying a motherfucker just that, so to save face, essentially. Not even a rich motherfucker, just a blue collar everyday motherfucker to save face. Yeah. So, if you had a nursing degree, then you wouldn't be in those situations. So, our motherfucker with degrees working in retail as well, Walter. Those ambiguous. Uh, degrees you just spoke of, a lot of those business degrees and uh, psychology, psychology degree, all that shit. <laughs> Hello. I, I think that was the point of. I think that was the point of his episode. All right, what, on a scale of one to ten, what would you give this episode? I give this one a four. Maybe I, I give it a. Because just just because I'm measuring it by the other episodes I've seen them all, uh, it's still better than most shit on TV. So I'm gonna give it a seven. I was gonna say a seven. The first episode was a ten. This one is a seven. Mark, the first episode was like a ten and a half for them. You know, I mean, but, it, but it was a ten. Yeah, yeah. This one was a seven. So yeah. I hope it keeps going strong. Again, you watching these already? I'm watching them, taking them in at one at a time, so I can save them. But Either way, I hope it's I hope it keeps its pace. Let me say that. Yeah, uh, the, the next episode get better. Then it goes a, a bit of a roller coaster. I've seen I've seen the uh, I've seen it twice already now. It's only six episodes. Only an hour and a half of TV watching. So right, I mean, I, well, three hours. So I watched them both. I watched I watched all six once, and I watched all six the other day. I might watch them all again. I I really enjoyed it. <laughs> the entertainment factor is amazing, and the uh, not only is the entertainment factor amazing. But the message that he's given is amazing as well. All right. Thank you guys for listening to this. Make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend.